Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I'm Sherry Steele, your host, and I'm excited you're joining us. I want to help mentor you to be all Christ has created you to be. Standing firm, suited up in your armor, owning your identity in Christ, or as I say, owning your crown and loving like Jesus. If what you hear encourages, uplifts, and makes you want to dig deeper into your relationship with Jesus, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen and follow us for more encouragement on Instagram at Pineapple Principle. Now for today's show. Hey, Pineapple Principle community, we are back for um, another podcast. And today on the podcast, we have Mandy Moss. And I am so excited. She is my new Instagram uh, buddy friend that I came across her and her ministry, Brave Girls Gather on Instagram and reached out to her. And we had this amazing conversation and I love everything that she is doing with Brave Girls. You know, Mandy is um, a wife and a mom of four. She's a Bible teacher, speaker. She's a published writer. She has her own podcast, Be the Brave Ones. And she has a ministry, like I said, called Brave Girls Gather. And we're going to talk about it a little bit today. She just wants um, the next generation to bravely live out their purpose on this earth. And she wants to equip everyday women and girls with tools that help them gather, grow, and go with the girls around them. And I love that. I love, I, I love it. So Mandy, welcome to the podcast. If you want to add anything else about yourself, that would be awesome. And also I always ask, because we're a teen girl podcast, what is one thing that you like to do as a teen girl? And do you still do that? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. It is an absolute pleasure to be here. I'm so glad that IG connected us as well. And I remember that conversation that you and I had when we first got together and it was like talking to someone I've known forever. I felt like that conversation just kind of went on and on. And Mm -hmm. I know that's just the kindredness that the Holy Spirit brings and he brings his like-minded daughters together. And I found, I have found a friend in you, Sherry. So thank you for having me. Um, I wouldn't add anything to to what you shared already. Thank you for that. And I, when I was a teen, like the first things that come to mind are things that I probably shouldn't share on the podcast. <laughs> I was liking things I shouldn't like as a teen. And that's part of my story and how God turned that around. But something that I know was so important to me during that time was friendship. I was all about my friends and and hanging out with them. And I was a cheerleader and being a cheerleader is something that I also thoroughly enjoyed. And, you know, you ask if it's something that I'm still doing today and that kind of stands out as something that I'm still doing today. Because I feel like, you know, I just have it in my heart to cheer women and girls on in the purpose that God has for them. So I, I feel like I'm still kind of a cheerleader. I think, I think so. I think that's so right. Um, And like you said, you are, um, you know, you started Brave Girls and that's part of your story. And that's kind of what I want you to share today, Um, because I love like I love saying that God took your ashes and he turned it into beauty. And now you have this um, amazing teen girl ministry and you're doing amazing things. And I and I'm just so excited for you. And I'm so excited to see what God's going to do with this ministry, even more than it's already that you've done. Um, cause to me, it's still a baby ministry. I feel like our ministries are still babies. Yeah. They're still, they're still growing. They're still 
Um, there's still so much more that's going to happen with them. And I feel like explosion. I know that God told me this was going to be an explosive year for pineapple principle. And I really feel that in my heart for brave girls too. So, but anyways, why don't yeah, well, you fun, fun okay. fact for your listeners? We started at the same time. Yes, we did. That's we, right. Yeah, in 2017. So we did, we did, we did. That is so true. That's, um, I think that's one of the reasons um, God just brought us together just to support each other and to have each other's back and to be there for each other. So, um, because life is, can be hard. Life can be hard. Um, But anyways, tell us about Mandy's story and how your story brought along this beautiful ministry. Well, I'll start back when I was a teen. You know, I, from the outside looking in, I had the things that probably people would look at and go, well, she's got it together. You know, she's, you know, doing the things, you know, she's got good grades. She's on the honor roll. She's a cheerleader. She's an athlete, you know, and, but on the inside, I had a lot of hurt and a lot of pain and I wasn't able to process all of that until I got older. When I think back on some of my choices and decision-making, because on the outside, I was holding it all together, but that turmoil on the inside was leading me to make bad choices um, in my life. I, I was doing things that I, I shouldn't do. And I, I look at that and I go, well, why, why was I in this place of just kind of spinning out of control? And I, I had this moment in my early teens where I encountered a lot of hurt by someone that I really trusted. And this person was in a place of spiritual authority over me. And because they betrayed my trust in such a significant way, it led me to kind of categorize God with them. Mm. And so if that was their thing, then I didn't need that. And I more so took the path of, I'm just going to make my own way. This independent spirit began to rise within me. And I was just going to figure out life on my own terms. And that, again, it began to fuel decision-making that wasn't good. And I was able to hide it for the most part, but the things that I was doing, except from my friends, because we were all participating in, you know, mm-hmm. things that we shouldn't be participating in. Uh, but my choices led me to find myself pregnant my junior year of high school at age 16. And I was faced with the choice of, you know, um, am I going to keep this baby and, you know, have a future ahead of me. And my best friend at the time, you know, her family was very much so women's rights and, you know, you should have the right to choose what you're going to do. And so they came up with a plan that we could just make this all go away. And, um, at first I was like, yeah, let's make this all go away. I have plans. I have a future. Uh, but that night I was laying there in the bed and I just felt this impression upon my heart that there was a life within me and that life was supposed to live. And so that took me down a path I wasn't planning, but that independent spirit that was growing within me continued to, to push me uh, forward and saying, I can do these things. I can do all of this, but I I got into my mid to late twenties and I kind of fell on my face because that my way was not working. (laughs) My Mm -hmm. way was just producing more and more and more hurt. And so I had a truly, uh, a true coming to Jesus moment in the middle of the night on my bathroom floor. I felt like I was failing in all areas of life. 
And I knew that I needed something. And I, I kind of felt like the woman at the well in that moment, because I asked God, what have I done? Like, how has this happened? How has my life turned into this? And I felt like in a moment, my life story just kind of flashed before my eyes. And I saw where I had left God, but God hadn't left me and he was still walking with me and he still wanted a relationship with me. And I made the decision that night that I was going to follow Jesus. I got involved with a local church and a woman there uh, began to disciple me and show me what it meant to follow Jesus. And in that time with her, I was able to process those things that happened to me as a young teen. And that is where I began to experience freedom. And so as I was journeying and walking with God, I had this place where I was at a women's conference and I'd been walking with Jesus for some time. And at the end of the conference, there was a call to reflect on our time at the conference and what was God calling us to do moving forward. And that's where that was in 2017, when God put the vision on my heart to refuse to leave the next generation behind. And I didn't know exactly what that meant, but as I spent time with God in that and prayer over the next a couple of years, and let me back up for a second. That conference was in 2015. I sat with God for a couple of years and launched Brave Girls Gather in 2017. But the heart of the ministry was to create engaging spaces where girls could get open and honest about life and faith and process hard things in light of Jesus, because that is what I didn't have as a teen that mm -hmm. I needed. And that is what I got as a young believer, as a young adult believer, uh, when I came back to the Lord and that was the difference maker for me. So I want every girl, I want every young woman and every, every girl out there to have someone to have a space where they can process hard things in light of Jesus. And they, you, they do, they, we all need that place that someone that we can go to, that we can talk to, because look, when you keep it inside and you don't feel like you can go to someone unjudged and they'll just listen and yeah. pray with you, then you just keep it inside because you don't want to be judged because you're ashamed. The enemy likes to use that shame. And that's what, yeah. that's what he did with you. He used shame and hurt to, to turn your heart away from God. And yeah, that is so good. Such a good story. I love it. I love it. So tell us, so what do you guys tell or, or tell the audience, tell Pineapple mm -hmm. Principal people, what, what all what does that mean for brave girls? What kind of things do you guys do at brave girls besides your podcast? And what else, um, what else do you guys do? Well, we create tools and resources for everyday women and girls to gather, grow and go with the girls in their life. And a few of those tools are number one, we have brave conversation tools. And so those include conversation cards and instructions for, for making a crafty takeaway. So what that looks like is girls gather and with women and they have a conversation about a specific topic. There's conversation cards that get the conversation going and then they make something together that reminds them of their time together. It's something that they can take home and when they see it, they remember what God spoke through others and even to themselves when they were in that group environment. And then we also create uh, many Bible studies that go along with those brave conversations for groups that are really wanting to grow together around God's word and really dig deeper into the topic to find out what God has to say about it. And then our podcast, as you mentioned, it just kind of goes alongside all of that to encourage these conversations and give examples of what it looks like to talk about the current topic series that we're in. And then we also do events. 
And events are just larger scale gatherings where we have a room full of tables with women and girls sitting at tables and having these discussions and getting a taste of what it's like to talk with women and see that, you know what, it doesn't matter the age difference. We're all struggling with similar things. Mm -hmm. It's just the older women and the older girls at the table. You know, if you have high schoolers and middle schoolers at the same table, you have young adults, you have a woman at the table, you find that the ones who have been walking with Jesus a little bit longer, they've just experienced the truth of God's word. I think it's one thing to believe God or have faith in God and his word, but it's another thing to live it out and see and go, Mm -hmm. this truth is true. God is faithful and he's good. And this is how I experienced it when I was walking in something similar that you're walking in. And we need that in our life so much. We do. We do. We truly, we truly do. We, um, I, you know, it's just life is, like I said, life is hard. And, but when you, um, have someone who is, has an open heart and open ears to you, that has been through and experienced things and can tell you it's going to be okay. You're going to, you're, you're going to survive because I survived it too. I totally have been where you've been. It, it makes it easier for young girls to realize that, as I say, this too shall pass. It's not going to be what you're going through is not going to be forever. So I love that you open up those um, multi-generational conversations with middle school girls, high school girls, college girls, and grown women, you know, um, it, because that's what people need. They need to know that they're not the only one. And that's what the enemy does. He likes to make us feel like we're the only one and you know, nobody else has ever been through this before. So I love Mm -hmm. that you do that. So are all your resources on your website, like the cards and everything? Yes. You just go to the website and all of it's free. You can, Oh, wow. Yeah. You can access the resources for free. I've looked at your website, but I didn't like click on things and I didn't realize they were free. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, you, you go girl. Well, that's, that's amazing. The Bible studies and everything. Yes. We're a nonprofit ministry and we're supported by those who believe in our vision and mission. And we don't want to hinder anyone from being able to do this. We believe that this is at the heart of what God desires for community uh, in our relationships is that older would pour into younger and that younger would inspire older. And that these relationships are something that unfortunately are not commonplace in the church. And so we want to resource women and girls to go, Hey, listen, if you need something to help you gather and have these kinds of conversations, we have this for you. And our Bible studies are mini Bible studies. They have typically have four sections that you walk through. You look up scripture, you talk about it together and you know, you have a discussion around the scripture. And so we just want to put tools in the hands of women and girls and make it easier. That's awesome. That's so awesome. That is, that's just amazing. Um, does brave girls have anything, um, planned for the summer? Well, we are in a series right now and it's called Jesus equals friend. And it's all about friendship with Jesus. And you know about it because you have actually uh, (laughs) recorded a podcast that will be coming out in a couple of weeks. And so it's about what does it look like to have a friend in Jesus? I think that we've heard that we have a friend in Jesus and some of us, you know, girls listening, you might be able to come up with a couple of things that make sense when you think about Jesus being your friend, but we wanted to dive deep in it. We wanted to go, Hey God, you know, what does this truly mean for us? And so we talk about that on the podcast and we created a conversation tools around that, where you can gather with girls and talk about it and talk about it with the women in your life. Um, 
And it also goes into when friendship hurts, when our Mm -hmm. earthly friendships hurt, what do we do? And what does it look like for us to be a true friend? Because we have a true friend in Jesus. And if Jesus is in us, then guess what? That makes us a true friend to others. So what does Jesus friendship look like lived out? And then this summer, we're after this series, we are taking a break for two months and encouraging women and girls to do a book club, to do a summer book club together. And so we are about to release a book club list of suggested reads that you can pick up and gather with a group, gather with your girls and have these conversations about a particular book that you have picked out. I love it. Yes. Um, I love the book club idea very, very much. You know, that's something that we're looking at this summer too, is doing a book club. So yeah, I love that idea because I I like to read. So um, do you have any anything else on your heart that you want to say to our um, audience? You know, we have not only teen girls listening, but we have mamas and aunts and um, youth leaders. So has uh, God laid anything on your heart to share to our community today, Mandy? As I was praying about this conversation and asking the Lord, you know, Lord, what would you have me share? Part of it is my story. You know, I want girls and women to hear that there's hope, whatever you're walking through, there is hope. I look at my life today and it is radically different. It doesn't make sense different of who I am today. It's evidence of the hope of Christ. However, when I first came back to Jesus, that first year that I was walking with him, I didn't know how to activate this presence of God. You know, I didn't know how to experience the freedom that people were talking about. And part of it frustrated me. And I heard this verse, this section of scripture actually in church and it's second Corinthians two, nine and 10. And it says, for this is why I wrote, sorry, my apologies. That's not the right one. It is second Corinthians 12, nine and 10. And it says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me for the sake of Christ. Then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities for when I am weak, then I am strong. And I remember mm-hmm. uh, hearing this, this verse and actually reading, and I read it in a church bulletin. And I thought if, if God's grace is sufficient for me, I don't know what that means. And so I asked God in that moment to show me what that means. I said, God, I want to know what this means. And I got involved with a ministry that teaches you what it means to follow Jesus. And that's where I connected with this older woman who showed me what it looked like, who invited me into her life, who not only walked me through what this ministry provided, but also showed me what it looked like for her to follow Jesus. And this was the difference maker for me. Prior to that, I was only experiencing the peace of God when I was in church, you Mm -hmm. know, when I was in a worship service, when I was worshiping, I could feel the peace of God. I knew he was real. When I was around other Christians in church, I I could just feel God. I knew he was real, but I didn't know how to take that home. And so I just wanted to encourage girls and women that if your church offers something that allows you to understand better what it means to actually live your faith out, not just talk about Jesus, but live out Jesus, do it, get involved, then find an older woman, someone who's just, it could be a little bit older than you or a lot more older than you, someone you admire. I looked up to this woman. I saw this woman and I said, I want to be like her when I grow up. That's who I want to be like. 
And that's who God ended up connecting me with. So look for that woman. You look up to her. You want to be like her. And there's a book out there. It's called Adorned and it's by Nancy uh, DeMoss. And it is about living out the gospel together, the beauty of the gospel together. And so if you don't have a program in your church and you're like, I don't know what to do, check out the reading list that we are going to put out or pick up this book and ask an older woman to walk through this book with you this summer and talk about it because this book is, is talking about what does it look like to actually live the beauty of the gospel with an older woman. So that is what I felt that God was really impressing and behind my heart most to share with your audience. I love it. I love it. I have one more question for you. Okay. Um, but that was so good. I almost want to end on that, but I always end with this question. Well, if I'm a reader, so in three of my books that I loved as a young girl were, um, little women, a wrinkle in time and the secret garden. I want you to pick one of those titles and I'm going to ask you a question. It's not about the book, so you don't have to know the book, but just okay. what title intrigues you? Little Women's A Wrinkle in Time or The Secret Garden? Well, I have to pick The Secret Garden because it is the only one that I've read and I, like the, <laughs> and I liked the book. So. <laughs> so, you know, in The Secret Garden, Mary loses her parents. She goes to live with this uncle. She's like an angry little girl. Yeah, uh, but she gets to working in this garden and it's like therapy for her. So yeah. um, what does Mandy do when she's all stressed out? What does what what does Mandy turn to when she needs to have some therapy time when she's all stressed out? What does she do? I get quiet. I need quiet. I, I, I will go for a walk. I will go for a run. I will find quiet. I will carve out quiet where I can just be still. And it's really important for me to say that this did not come naturally to me. It wasn't something that I sought out. I didn't know how good it was until I found it, until God showed me the power of stillness and silence and quiet, because it's 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 not just sitting there and, and being completely still. You know, if I'm going on a walk, I'm going on a walk. But the intentionality of that is to calm the noise, to let every all the other voices quiet down so that I can actually hear the voice of God. And then, I mean, sometimes I just, I, I want to go have, you know, brunch with a friend. You know, sometimes that's what, <laughs> that's what Mandy's soul needs in a moment. Like one who I know is going to uh, encourage me and lift me up. But really... I have found a lot of peace and silence and quiet and solitude. Mm, mm. Be still and know that I am God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that quiet time with him is always good. Yeah. That's good. Mandy, I just love you. I just, I love you. You're just amazing. And thank you for doing this. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for telling us more about brave girls. Cause I know that, um, you know, it's just not about pineapple principle, but you know, teen girls need all the resources they can get. And that's one of the things I want to do is help promote other teen um, girl ministries out there. And I'm so glad that our paths cross and that we can share all the things about brave girls get, um, too. And I can't wait to, um, I'm ready for you to have another event because I want to be there. So we just, we may really, we're talking about Gainesville. I think we're going to have to push that. We're going to have yeah. to really talk about you coming to Gainesville to do a Brave Girls event here. So, but anyway, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And, um, and I um, just appreciate you be so very much. 
I appreciate you too, Sherry. Thank you so much for having me. We hope today's show encouraged you and gave you a few aha moments. Most importantly, have you digging deeper into your relationship with Jesus. Make sure to check out the show notes for any scriptures or books we mentioned. If you love the podcast, please share it with a friend or on Instagram and even tag us. We would love for you to leave a rating where you listen to podcasts. It helps others to find us. We would also love to know who our listeners are, and you can do that by finding us on Instagram or our website, pineappleprinciple.org. Until next time, keep your armor on, own your crown, and love like Jesus.